Um, thanks to those who sent in questions on the SMS line. Uh, I've only got three minutes apparently, so there are going to be three questions uh, with a minute or less to go uh, on each. Uh, does the Ezekiel quote reference baptism? And by extension, baptism is the way to be born again? Uh, great question. And uh, yeah, there's plenty uh, to be said about that. Um, the commentators do spend many pages exploring that kind of question. Um, it seems to me that Jesus isn't talking about baptism uh, because he doesn't talk about baptism. Uh, he doesn't go on to talk about being baptised. It doesn't seem to be the main feature of John 3. Um, Ezekiel, it may be somewhere there in, in the background of Ezekiel, and certainly as John and, and Jesus' disciples go to baptise others, maybe that is part of the symbolism of being, uh, being baptised. But I don't think that's uh, linked here with being born again in John chapter 3. I think there might be um, some crossover, but I don't think that's the focus here. Uh, and I say that mostly because I just don't think Jesus picks up the word baptism at all, which would make more sense if that's what he was talking about, just to say, get baptised. Um, fantastic question about belief. So where does belief come from? Um, is it intrinsic or extrinsic? Is everyone, able, is everyone alive today able to believe and come to salvation? A very important question and uh, very tough in one minute or less. Um, I think I want to say that uh, the priority Scripture always gives to this question is that faith or belief is the gift of God. Uh, that's the, the priority that Scripture always gives. Uh, faith is a gift from God. Ephesians 2 is a good spot to go to to, to think about that more. Alongside that, uh, we are told to believe. That is, uh, John 3 is a great example of both those things being held in tension together. God is the one who will give us new life. He'll give us his spirit. Uh, that's entirely the gift of God to bring us faith and bring us salvation. And yet, we are responsible for believing. Uh, we're held to account for doing that. So both those things are somehow true. That is, they both seem to be, um, I'm not sure if extrinsic and intrinsic are the ways I'd think about it or express that. But um, yeah, I think both those things seem to be attested by Scripture. Uh, is everyone alive today able to believe and come to salvation? Uh, it's a tricky one. I think the main one to say is uh, if people have heard the gospel, uh, the res their response is on them at that point. If they've heard uh, the good news and reject it, uh, they are held responsible to that. Uh, and, yeah, I think that sort of uh, sets our expectations at one level. Uh, but also we, we know that not everyone will. Uh, so we know that not everyone will accept that. So um, I'm not sure what else I can say about that in the 10 seconds left on that one. Um, but it is a massive topic, and I'm very happy to chat further about, uh, about that with you. Uh, the final one I'll try and address today is a very simple one, or very, very simple question. Uh, who is we in verse 11? So if you have your Bible open there, um, this is in Jesus' response. He says uh, to Nicodemus, Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept that testimony. Who's the we? Good question. Um, short answer, I don't entirely know, so it should be pretty easy from here. Um, the thing to point out, though, is Nicodemus in verse 2, he comes to Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher uh, who has come from God. So Nicodemus starts with this, um, me and my crew are saying this thing. Uh, here's our assessment. Jesus' response here in verse 11 somehow seems to be doing the same thing, saying, oh, you've got your crew saying, you know, you think this. I've got my crew too. I don't know if he's talking about his disciples at that point or whether he's got some sort of reference to the Trinity. Uh, the Father and the Spirit also testify uh, to the truths uh, that Jesus speaks. That theme comes up in chapter 5 onwards uh, in, in John's Gospel. So it could be his disciples, could be uh, the Trinitarian kind of uh, witness. Um, but I think he's basically just having a shot at Nicodemus at that point, saying, oh, you've got your friends, so do I. Mine are, more, mine are way more impressive. Uh, that kind of thing. Thanks, Joe.